the healthcare industry is facing major demographic changes that will dramatically impact which services are needed and how they are delivered. We look at a few ways healthcare organizations must shift in order to determine whether or not they become the leaders in a new economy. On this episode of In the Know, I'm Justin Domini. As millennials, Generation X, and baby boomers enter new life stages at the same time, there are demands for lower cost, convenient care, and better management of chronic illness and outcomes. Healthcare organizations seek to put the consumer at the center of the healthcare decision-making, and the need for this shift is very real. To help address this shift, the KPMG's Healthcare and Life Science Practice launched its Healthcare 2030 paper which looks at the need for healthcare providers and health plans to be much more consumer-centered. Several leaders of the healthcare practice had a hand in developing Healthcare 2030. My colleague Bill Borden spoke with healthcare advisory leader Dion Scheide, and here's that conversation. I'm here at the closing moments of the HIMSS conference in 2019, within eye shot of several household brands that have made a big splash in the healthcare industry. And I'm here with healthcare advisory leader Dion Scheide, who's going to talk to us about the Healthcare 2030 paper that we're publishing in the coming days. Dion, could you give us an overview of Healthcare 2030? Yeah, sure, Bill. Underlying the paper itself is this theme around the transformation of the industry based on the concept of consumer being at the center of decision making in how healthcare organizations look at the marketplace, how patients and beneficiaries or those who use the system actually acquire healthcare in a go-forward basis. And so we refer to that concept as the transformation around what's happening from a consumerism perspective within healthcare. And it really shines a light on the fact that the demographics of the population are changing within the cohorts of the population, we'll start to see more diversity in how people look at and expect to acquire healthcare, how they look at value within healthcare, value being more broadly defined to include understanding what it's gonna cost, understanding outcomes, understanding convenience, having multiple more customer-centric factors that go into decision-making around procurement, much like we have in any other industry, and really kind of set the stage for what healthcare organizations, payer, provider, really need to be thinking about in terms of being more customer-centric in their approach to healthcare. How well-positioned would you say our clients and other healthcare providers and payers are when it comes to meeting this new expectation of delivering a customer experience similar to what you would find in entertainment or leisure or lodging or buying a car or things that are more tangible consumer product kind of brands? That's a great question, Bill. And, you know, for the longest time, healthcare has lived under the ability to say we're different and we're different for a bunch of different reasons. And that ability... First of all, it created an environment where many, and I would argue that healthcare operated outside of generally accepted economic principles around supply demand, 
pricing transparency, <laughs> price elasticity, all those kinds of things, and created a market for them where they were focused on you know, delivery of service by something somebody else paid for, nobody really had any accountability about, and so on and so forth. This concept of consumerism really kind of turns that upside down. And for the first time, I would argue for the first time, maybe post-World War II, healthcare organizations are really having to think about the customer and who that customer is and how they make decisions and how to influence those decisions and how to provide information that's going to allow them to navigate that decision path. And so I would tell you that most of the industry, most of our clients, payer and provider, are really you know, kind of caught in their heels in terms of being ready to take on and address this environment today. And to go a little off plan here, I think the notion of having Google, Amazon, Apple, social media platforms, all these other tech companies sniffing around the healthcare field has maybe put a little fear about business models and what they need to do to compete in the future. Yeah, so I think the fear factor is clearly there. I'm not sure that anybody's brought any kind of real, you know, real game changer solution to the table yet, but yeah, give exactly. it a year and a half after sniffing around. That's right. That's right. And it's interesting because even through our relationship with some of the vendors that you were talking about, there's some expectation that these vendors are going to show up with this magic box that you press a button and, you know, everything goes away. Or here's an app or a widget that just kind of fixes this concept of what we're talking about. And, you know, at least in the discussions I've had, particularly with you know, some of the web services companies, Google, Microsoft, these guys don't have the answer from an innovation standpoint. What they believe they have is the tools that can help provide the answer. And that's gonna take a while, and that's an opportunity for us as a firm, right? Because we do have a lot of insight and a lot of capability around helping organizations prepare for this, and there's a lot of upside for us in the market from that perspective. So closing that gap of expectations is something that companies have to think about as far as preparing for 2030. Absolutely, and you know, it kind of goes back to the pillars that we've been talking about in the market. It's looking at the front door, the customer, the branding, the ability to acquire and retain that customer. It's looking at the service delivery capabilities, right care, right time, right place, cost effective. It's quality. looking at the, exactly, quality. It's looking at the back office infrastructure components to make sure you're not overly burdening the organization with a cost structure mm -hmm. that you can't manage long term. And so there is tremendous opportunity around all of that and then overlay that with a kind of risk layer, right, around everything from privacy and data security to transformation exposure around not having alignment between business and IT systems or the or speed of change systems. or clinical systems and what has to happen in terms of people looking at the markets differently and simplest things as, you know, the registration clerk who took information and was generally grumpy now <laughs> has to be customer facing. But it's kind of where we are and how we close the gap on getting our clients down the path to 2030. Okay, Dion, thank you very much. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. Healthcare 2030 is now available to you on the KPMG Institute's website at institutes.kpmg.us. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you on the next In the Know.